Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Waking up with Gunner and Cheyenne. Camel Country 107.9. That was Caitlin Smith with the national anthem this morning. Uh, Powerball last night had a winner. Ooh. One single ticket sold up in Washington State. Matched all the winning numbers for the Powerball jackpot of $754.6 million. Wow. And, you know, I'm sitting here with my fingers crossed and toes crossed, hoping that I get a text from my sister this morning. <laughs> that it was her? That it was her, you know, as you grew up in Washington State. I grew up in Washington State. You were on the east side of the state. I was on the west side. They have yet to say, like, what city it's uh-huh. from just yet, but... I'm hoping Kent Washington. Come on. What would be your, like, if it did come out that it was Kent Washington and you hadn't heard from your sister yet, like, what would you be feeling? Can you even imagine? Yeah, I mean, I've played the lottery so many times that I've never won. So I, if I heard it was Kent Washington, I'd probably still have my doubts. You know? <laughs> yeah. I, I, I yeah. mean, definitely ain't her. 
It's, it's not. There's but no I'm way. hoping she plays a lotto every now and then. You know, right. I've got a lot of friends and family up there. So even if it's a uh, a distant cousin winning $754.6 million, I would hope I'd at least get a mill. You um, hope that they remember all their other distant cousins? That's right. <laughs> Cool Millie. That's all I want. That's all. No big deal. Not asking for a lot. NBD. You know, not that much. But uh, appreciate you having us on this morning. Coming up later on, uh, 8 o'clock, we're going to be doing some big game trivia. We've got tickets to the official BetMGM pre-big game party presented by Bud Light at Gila River Resorts and Casinos. We've been giving away passes into this invite-only party. Kit Moore Open Bar. We've been giving away those passes the last couple of weeks. On Friday, I said we're going to try and get some more. Let's see how much pull, let's see how much influence we've got. Apparently it was enough because we do have some passes to give away, some additional passes. So uh, 8 o'clock this morning, be ready for some big game trivia for your shot to get into that uh, BetMGM pre-big game party down at the Ainsworth downtown coming up this Friday. Uh, here's your morning riddle. I have cities but no houses. I have mountains but no trees. I have water but no fish. What am I? I have cities but no houses. I have mountains but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? Think about it. If you think you know it, you can text us at 22108. Cheyenne, no initial instinct, uh, no initial gut reaction, no guess. No. All right. Nope. Think about it. Six minutes, we'll get you the correct answer to the morning riddle here on Camel Country. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Thank you so much for having us on this morning. Uh, the morning riddle. A lot of correct guesses coming in on taxi 22108, by the way. That must be nice. Hey, uh, I have cities, but no houses. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? I tried really hard. Like, I even drew some mountains and some water, hoping it would, like, jog my memory or, like, something in my brain. And I got nothing. You drew houses? No, I drew, like, my little vision of a city without houses. And some mountains and some water. Just hoping yeah, something you, you, would come to mind. You even drew it out and it didn't help you at all. Nope. I got nothing. <laughs> it should have just, it should have made it easier for you. Nope. Okay. I got nothing. Uh, I'm trying to see an incorrect yes coming in on text. Uh, somebody said iceberg. Text with the 520 iceberg. That is incorrect. Um, That one's close. I'm not going to say it though because it'll give it away. Okay? <laughs> I think you should say it. I mean, just say it. Uh, text to the 805 California. That is incorrect. Text to the 406 Jesus. Incorrect. <laughs> yep, Jesus. <laughs> um, it is not a globe. It is a map. Oh. And again, you wrote it out. Yeah. And it should have made it easier for you. Hence you writing out an actual map, pretty much. Yeah, it really did, though. <laughs> I have cities, but no houses. I have mountains, but no trees. I have water, but no fish. What am I? It's a uh, It's a map. A lot of you got it right. Nice to know. We do the morning riddle every week to morning at 6 here on Camel Country. Uh, a lot of texts coming in as well uh, for people up in Washington State. Uh, I mentioned Washington State because they had a winning Powerball ticket last night. No no word on like what city in Washington State, but I had mentioned that I hope and wish and pray that it's from Kent, Washington, which is where my family is from. Right. Uh, somebody uh, texted 602. I lived at the top of James Hill behind the McChevron in Kent. I know exactly where that's at. <laughs> How far is that from where you grew up? Uh, probably about a mile from where no I grew way. up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. How big is Kent? Like the actual city of Kent? I don't know. Is it big? 
I, am, like, I, I couldn't tell you the population. I, I have no have, idea. I don't want the population. Like, is, but no is idea. it a big city? It's not, it, I mean, it's a bigger city than Yakima, where okay. you're from. Yeah. Yeah. It, wow. I mean, it's just a suburb of Seattle. Probably uh, similar in size to Mesa, maybe. Okay. Maybe Gilbert. You know, somewhere around there. It's just a yeah. suburb of Seattle. Okay. You know, but uh, yeah, somebody had won a um, $754.6 million in the Powerball last night. Single tickets sold up in Washington State. And then somebody sent me a link to... Um, the last two Powerball Mega Jackpots have not been claimed yet. Oh. So we talk about, you know, the Powerball whenever it gets up to a billion dollars. So the billion dollar ticket from California that was sold in November, $2.04 billion, that jackpot is yet to be claimed. That was a single ticket in California. And then earlier this month on the 13th, the Mega Millions jackpot was $1.35 billion, And that one was sold in Maine. And that winner has not been revealed yet. So I'm sitting oh. here like billion dollar. You got a billion dollar lottery ticket. Are you purposely waiting months to claim it, or would you be right to the lottery office? Oh, I would be right to the lottery office. You think? But yeah, that's a lot of money. Yes, yeah, a that lot is of a money. A lot of money. Maybe they don't so, have their ticket anymore. Maybe they accidentally lost it. Uh, yeah, I'd assume at this point they probably don't realize they have the ticket. But I'm in the back of my mind. I'm like, why would you wait? What is the reason to wait? Yeah, months with a billion dollar Powerball or Mega Millions ticket in your hand. That's a great question. That makes no sense. I I would be there in moments. Like, I would speed. I would risk the speeding. You'd be there before the lottery ticket even opened. Yeah. Or the uh, the office even opened. I'd be camping out in my chair. Yeah, the guy with the keys is like, what are you doing? What are you, Hi. What's going on? Hi. I won. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> All right, coming up next, I saw something in the bathroom yesterday here at work that I need to address with you, Cheyenne. Okay. Tell you what, what that is, that? is coming up next. Hang on. From the Learn and Row Injury Attorney's Traffic. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. I got a uh, got a um, something to bring up with you, Cheyenne. Okay. Very disappointed in your parenting. What? Walked into the bathroom yesterday. Your kid was here. He was off of school. Yeah. Or whatever. He was here and uh, walked into the bathroom, and there he is peeing pants down at his ankles. No. <laughs> and it, <laughs> yeah. like, All right, he's five. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay. Pants down at the ankles. Is that a normal thing to do at five? I, I don't. Is that, is that a concern? Do you know that he pees with his with his pants down at his ankles? I know. Yes, I know. And it is something that I have tried to correct. But for some reason, it just won't stick. But like, think about it. Like, I am the only adult in his life, you know, that he lives with. So the only example of him ever going to the bathroom has been me. And with I, your pants at your ankles? Because I'm a girl. Because I sit down, right? <laughs> so that's the only thing he's ever seen. And I have tried so many but times. But he also pees standing up. So he's still peeing standing up yeah. with, his, with his pants at his ankles. Well, it also took... He took forever to potty train. Like, uh-huh. in general. So now this is a new thing that we're, I'm having to correct. And I, I don't know how to fix it. Like, I've told mm. him numerous times. And now, like... My oldest, Justin, refuses to take him to public bathrooms because he just gets mortified. Okay. <laughs> he just goes to the urinal drops his pants <laughs> to his ankle. Well, I mean, it, it is uncomfortable for other people, right? I yeah. mean, it's just, you're not supposed to be looking at other kids' butts, you know? I mean, right. you know, it's just not what you do. You know, you walk in, you get uncomfortable, you walk back out, which is exactly what I did yesterday. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm going to hang on to this till tomorrow. And I'm going to bring it up to her on air. Yeah. It's to... Her parenting style with her kid, <laughs> allowing him to drop trowel 
I like I know it's an ankles. issue. I know it's an issue, and like I wish I want to correct it because I don't want him going into middle school. And I know that's a long ways away, but like yeah. I don't want him going into middle school being known as the kid who drops his pants to his ankles. Yeah, I mean, you know, you mentioned it. You know, kids they, they're very observant and they learn. Um, from parents and observing their parents, right? Which is why we've got to watch our words around them. Yes. You know, that's why we've got to show love, you know, between mom and dad in front of the kid because they will know what love is, right? And there's just, a, you just watch what you do as an adult because kids are watching. But in your son, five-year-old son's case, mom pees with her pants at her ankle so he feels that's the way to do it. So let's spitball here, Cheyenne. Let's spitball. How do we fix this? How do we fix it? First thing that comes to mind is you just kind of strap a funnel on and then, you know, pee standing up. First thing that comes to mind. I mean, if you got to show him how to pee with the pants up, you as a female, they sell funnels at AutoZone. You know, give it a shot. I'm not (laughs) doing that. Why? Okay, well, maybe uh, maybe buy him a cape. That way, when he wears the cape and the (laughs) pants come all the way down, you don't see his little rear end. Mom, can I have my potty cape? (laughs) He'd probably enjoy wearing that all the time, though. He would. You know? That's the problem. Yeah, we would not see little baby butt cheeks. Yeah, but then I'd have a problem with him not wanting to take off this cape. That's a whole other issue. What's more of the issue? Pants at the ankles, (laughs) butt cheeks hanging out in public, or wearing a cape, which covers it all. Mm, Suspenders? I mean, if the suspenders are on... Then he's got to actually kind of open the front of the jeans. Yes, but he would just take the suspenders off. Like, this kid does not ever keep his pants up. <laughs> Texts are coming in about teenagers, and then <laughs> there's some teenagers. Their kids are teenagers, and they do the same thing. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I, what do you mean, thank God? I just, it's nice to know I'm not alone. No. You nip it in the bud now. Suspenders, funnel, or cape. Figure it out. All right, if you have a comment on this, we'd love to hear what you got. You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Well, when you're a parent, you got to kind of be careful what you do around your kids because children, they are, especially young, when they're young, are very absor- observant. They're like a little sponge soaking things up. And a lot of times they copy and do what the parent does. You know, you cuss a lot. Maybe your kid's going to throw out a four-letter word around school or something, you know, and you're going to get a call or a note from the teacher. Yeah. You know, you you kind of want to be careful about fighting around your kids. You want to show them what love and compassion is and stuff like that. Um, and that also comes into play with kids learning how to do things for their parents when using the bathroom. Cheyenne is a single mom. When she uses the bathroom, you know, pants down at the ankles, you sit down. <laughs> Which is yeah. kind of interesting because he does pee with his pants at his ankles. Cheyenne's five-year-old pees with his pants at his ankles. That's why we're talking about this today. Because Cheyenne, being a single mom, how do you teach your kid to do manly things when you're a single mom? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm he, lacking in testosterone. He's learned to pee standing up, which you don't do unless right. you do that at home. You want to you say something to everybody right now? <laughs> no, is that, uh, no okay. I don't. But that <laughs> in right. itself was a struggle because all he wanted to do was sit down. Yeah, so you finally convinced him to pee standing up, but uh-huh. he's still dropping trowel. Uh, all the way down to the ankles. And I walked in on this yesterday here in the other uh, work bathroom. Went out there, just got to do my thing. The kid didn't have school yesterday, so he's here. Uh-huh. You know, he's using the bathroom. I walk in. <laughs> Butt cheeks! <laughs> Butt cheeks. <laughs> you know, so we addressed it this morning. And Cheyenne says, as a single mom, how do you teach him that? You know, I said, well, maybe go get a go get a funnel. 
duct tape it around the waist, and you know, he's standing up. Which, by the way, there's a lot of people sitting lakes. There's an actual camping funnel that women can use to go pee standing up while camping. So, I mean, you could do that. I'm not doing that. You could buy suspenders. Uh, you could buy a cape, or he just wears a cape, and if he wants to drop trout, we don't see baby butt cheeks. <laughs> Those are my suggestions. None of those work for you? No, I don't like any of those. I see this. Uh, there's a lot of people saying he'll be just fine. Uh, their kid does the same thing. I uh, texted the 480. Totally normal. My little boy does the exact same thing. I uh, texted the 480. Our son did the same thing. He turned out okay. All will be fine. <laughs> texted the 480. Just let him be. At least he's going on his own. I mean, that is he'll, a good point. He'll grow out of it, you know. And then a lot of people are saying, I should have used that moment to be a positive influence on, the, on his life. <laughs> yeah, where were you? Thanks for having That's, my back. Okay, he didn't have a dad at home. And then the one guy, he's here, and then I pull his pants. That's all I need is false accusations that something happened. That's all I need in my life. That's all I need. I prefer to just walk the other way. And, you know, I mean, if you ask me to do it, he's aware that yeah. I'm doing it. I'm not going to walk in there and be like, that's not how you do it, boy. Pull your pants up. <laughs> Okay. Not doing that. I do get that. I do get that. Yes. <laughs> doing that. Uh, let's see. Text at the 602. There's a guy at my work. He's in his 30s. Still drops his pants all the way down to the company bathroom. <laughs> I don't see. I don't want that for him. <laughs> I don't want that for him. Uh, the name of that female funnel, by the way, is called Shiwi. Oh, gee. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> I won't be buying it. I'm not going to do that. I mean, if you really want to teach him the right way, he's really, you know, he's an observant kid. <laughs> he's so observant. I don't know. Maybe I just need to be more strict about it. Maybe it is a me problem. Maybe I'm just too lax just on say it. You do the, uh, the suspenders where you can't even, like, pull them off. Hell, what, what's stopping you from taking them off? I don't know. Figure it out. <laughs> Get one where it's not as, like, convenient. So then when he really has to pee, he can't pull them There's off. There's not enough time to get it off. And he's got to just use the zipper, and then he'll learn. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Good stuff coming in on text. If you have a comment on this, we'd love to hear you. You can text us at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, yesterday I walked into the bathroom, and in the bathroom was a little five-year-old with his pants at his ankles peeing in the toilet. It was it was weird. It was a, it was a weird situation, but then I was like, wait, he's got his pants at his ankles. Why? Brought it up to Cheyenne this morning. She said, and, and you got to open it up a little bit. You know, you're a single mom. Of uh, of a boy. Yep. He's attached to your hip. He's yep. got no man influence in his life right now. So he's learning from observing. And I mean, you've actually got him peeing standing up, right? Yes. But he still drops trowel all the way down to the ankles because that's what mom does. <laughs> so how do you fix it? You know, and a lot of people have been texted in all morning uh, or this hour uh, saying that, you know, he'll figure it out himself, you know, once he starts going to school and sees other kids doing the same thing. <laughs> Not dropping their pants all the way down. <laughs> yeah. He'll figure it out, you know? Yeah. Uh, a lot of parents have dealt with the same thing, and the kid turned out fine. Well, that's good. But then there's also uh, a text that came in saying that somebody's got a 30-year-old co-worker that still does that in the company bathroom. <laughs> I hope that that's not the case. <laughs> I think that is so funny. I mean, I if that would have been here, I would have walked in and there was a 30-year-old with his pants at his ankles. I would have had about the same reaction. I? <laughs> yeah, I can't see you doing anything other than turning right around. Like, you're not exactly going to the I bathroom. Do. That's exactly what I do with your kid. <laughs> and a lot of people are saying I probably should have helped him. But I'm not walking over to the kid when he, you know, he 
there's no strangers that touch him. Yeah. It's just you. Yep. Just that's me. All I, that's all I need is false accusations going on in my life. Yeah. Like that. And I don't blame no, I don't. you for that. And I would never, like, I would be really appreciative, but, like, I would never expect you to do something like that. Like, it's not your responsibility. But if you let him know that Uncle Gunner was going to help out, yeah. that's a different situation. Exactly. Because I'm just a dude walking in there like, hey, <laughs> hey, boy, pull up your pants. But there's other parents that have kind of dealt with the same thing with uh, kids observing and then them having to go and correct them. Uh, text to the 575. Mine is eight and a uh, a two-mom family. I feel your pain and he won't put the seat up because we won't. Oh. <laughs> so he pees on the seat. He on the seat. <laughs> <laughs> text to the 602. I'm a man and pee in my backyard. I have to teach my daughter to stop peeing in the backyard. <laughs> Which my my uh, five uh, six year old that, a year ago she was watching Bluey, uh, and they do bush wees. They pee in the bush, oh, so she was on the side of her house with her pants down, peeing on the side of the house because she saw Bluey. She saw it on Bluey. It's not even a bush. She was just peeing on <laughs> yeah, the side of the house. house. She was like, you know, like well, you wouldn't know, but some dudes like when they're standing at the urinal, they put both hands on the wall and just got like a like Stop the frisk. It. Oh yeah, they, yeah. There's men that do that. Uh, that's how she was on the side of the house, both hands on the wall. Legs spread, just peeing on the side of the house. <laughs> and we had a teacher. Yeah, it's on Bluey. Yes. Okay, that's fine. But we don't do bushwees or housewees or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Here, you know. Oh, my gosh. Text at the 602. My son did the same thing for the longest time. He finally grew out of it. But I know exactly what you're, where you're coming from because I was a single mom of a boy. It's not you, Cheyenne. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Text of the 40 though. My brother used to drop trousers all the way down, then reach back butt cheeks to forcefully shake himself when done because that's what my mom did. <laughs> so when he was potty training, she grabbed gra- his cheeks. And like and shake it, shake it off. <laughs> You know what? So like, I get it. I get it. Like, you don't right. want to touch it. I know. Well, I'm going to play a song because I got to go try something new here. <laughs> uh, we got we to got tickets into the official Bet MGM pre big game party. Let you know how to win those coming up next here on Camel. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, there's a lot going on this week around the Super Bowl, which is coming up on Sunday out in Glendale. A lot of parties going on. Uh, a lot of stuff happening, concerts, all sorts of stuff. Uh, but along with uh, the Super Bowl in this town, in any town it goes to, there's um, certain people looking for certain things. Uh-huh. And um, some of the people, I'm trying to keep it as clean as possible. Uh, some of the people that provide those certain things to individuals were picketing out in front of City Hall yesterday. And you know what I'm referring I to? I have no idea what you're talking about. Um, individuals that provide services to other people. Okay. Like uh, in this case, it was women that provide oh, services gotcha. to. Okay. okay uh, anyway, they were out in front of City Hall uh-huh. picketing yesterday. And one of the local news stations got a photo. And there was like 12 of them. Oh, what? Wait, what were they picketing over? Legalizing that oh, here in the state. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. I'm following <laughs> now. One of the local news stations took a photo and uh, posted it on Twitter. And just the comments that were kind of coming in were kind of humorous, you know. Um, and one of the comments was, because uh, it's relatable to us because we work in radio. Yeah. Uh, somebody goes, uh, they belong on the radio, not doing what they do. <laughs> They belong on the radio. The way they look. And me, me, 
you know, somebody who works in radio for a reason. I agree with that commenter. <laughs> so, uh, so, okay, let me get this straight. The picketers were not the most attractive. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's why yeah, they yeah, yeah. But they're out there picketing, trying to legalize this here in the state of Arizona. <laughs> the whole 12 you know? of them? All 12 of them. Might even, it might have been less than 12. They're out there oh holding signs like legalize it, you know, and, and all this other stuff. And, of course, it's the week of the Super Bowl. you got a million people coming to town. Oh, no um, better time to do it Super than Bowl. that. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a big thing in whatever city the, uh, the Super Bowl is in. Right. But these individuals, the 12 of them, <laughs> who probably came in from out of town to make some extra money, are out there trying to pick it, trying to get it legalized here in the state. That's interesting. I hadn't heard that at all. No. Uh, So that's one of the things going on with the Super Bowl (laughs) this week. Another thing, if you're looking to make some extra money, not the way that these women were. The, the, the legal way. The legal way. The to legal, make the money. Yeah, this is legal. Uh, Fox Sports is hiring extras for various Super Bowl sports broadcasts. Oh, fun. And they are paid uh, gigs. Like they're looking for a sports fan. You're, they're going to need eight hours of your time out at Westgate coming up this Friday and Saturday. Okay, they're going to pay $120 for those eight hours. That's $15 an hour. Hey, if you need the money, Cheyenne. Oh, one hundred percent. You want to be a part of something cool? Yeah. Just being a background sports fan. Just that's chilling, cool. hanging 100, out. One hundred twenty bucks for eight hours. Uh, they also have a uh, a gig for a red carpet event attendee. You'll be tasked with cheering for the celebrities, and also a seat filler for some event that they've got coming up. Well, that's cool. Uh, they did not list the payment for this particular one, but they do say it's paid. That's really cool, though. To be able to go to an event like that, to yeah. be a seat filler, that's cool. Uh, so it's Fox that is doing the casting call. But if you go to ArizonaActors.com, they're the one doing the uh, the, the work for Fox. If you didn't have anything <laughs> going man. on this weekend, would you do that? If I didn't have anything going on, yeah. I just, eight hour, committing myself to eight hours is tough. I mean, just committing myself to 5.30 to 10 a.m. is tough, Cheyenne. <laughs> committing to anything for you is tough. <laughs> I know. I've been married 15 years. I'm still blown away by that. <laughs> Of us. <laughs> All right, ArizonaActors.com if that's of interest to you. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Thank you so much for having us on this morning. Uh, with the big game coming up on Sunday, there's some parties happening this week. One of the big ones is going down this Friday at the Ainsworth downtown. Kip Moore, open bar. It's invite only, so your only way in is to win your way in. Opportunities for you uh, today and tomorrow to uh, win your way in. We're going to do a little big game trivia with two members of Camel Nation up head-to-head. We'll find out who... Uh, ooh, I lost one oh, here. Oh, no! Now it's, uh, oh, that always sucks. Yeah, contestant number two dropped off. Let's oh. head out to uh, Mesa. Say hello to Andrew. What's up, Andrew? Hey, what's up? How are you today? Good. Man, you may have terrified uh, the other contestant being that that person dropped <laughs> off. <laughs> Right on. Oh, we're gonna get somebody. We're gonna get somebody on the fly here. Uh, That's always fun. Yeah, you're on the air. What's your name? Hi, Natasha. Hi, Natasha. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Uh, pretty good. Where are you calling from, Natasha? My car. Your car. What city? <laughs> Phoenix. All right, Natasha in Phoenix. You're gonna go head to head with Andrew here this morning with some big game trivia. Your name is going to be your buzzer. Once I ask the question, shout out your name if you think you know it. If you are the first okay. to buzz in, hit us with the answer, okay? Sounds good. Right. Oh, I'm anxious. 
Yeah. All right. So uh, tickets to the official BetMGM pre-big game party on the line. Question number one. And then if neither of you get it and Cheyenne gets it right, you're both disqualified. <laughs> Don't worry. That, that will never happen. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Question number one. Uh, what teams... Let me let me preface this with there is uh, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four possible get teams. Just hit me with one of them. Give me one team that is. Okay, you didn't even answer. You didn't hear the question. I thought I was supposed to say a team. Well, give me. I had to dump that. I'm not sure what went out there, but you can't cuss, okay? All right, Natasha chimed in first. Give us one team out of the four that has never played in the Super Bowl. Okay. Go ahead, Natasha. Wait, you didn't tell us the four teams. No, you're supposed no, to give me one of the four. All right. What was that? Okay, never mind. All right, Andrew, go ahead. This name Vikings. You you can't cuss, man. You oh. can't cuss. <laughs> I keep having to drop you. I don't know how what people are hearing on the radio and not. All right, what team has never played the Super Bowl? There's four teams. I just need one of the four, and it's not the Vikings. Natasha, go ahead. Andrew. The Cardinals. The Cardinals have been in the Super Andrew, Bowl. Andrew. They just have never won. Andrew, go ahead. The Browns. The Browns. The Browns is correct. Yes. Hey, there you go. There you go. Going to deduct half a point for all the cussing, though. <laughs> for what it's worth, the Browns is my guess, too. Was that your guess? Yep. Nice. All right, so we're going to go best two out of three. Here we go. Question number two. Which player Which player has won the most Super Bowls? Andrew. Andrew. The Steelers. Which player... <laughs> Oh, oh Natasha. Brady. Natasha Brady. to Natasha. Oh, oh. Oh, Disney Tom Brady too. Well, that was right. You got it right. Nice job, <laughs> Natasha. All right. We're all tied up at one apiece. This is entertaining. All right. Uh, and here's uh, question number three. Whoever gets this right oh, no. wins. All right. Uh, which city is hosted the most Super Natasha. Bowls? Natasha. Philadelphia. No. no. Host hosted. Who's hosted? Like Glendale is hosting a Super Bowl. Which city has hosted the most Super Bowls and it's not Glendale? <laughs> um It's in Florida. <laughs> Miami. <laughs> Miami's it. You got it. But okay, here's yeah. Miami has hosted the most Super Bowls uh, in New Orleans. Miami's hosted eleven. New Orleans has hosted ten. Oh wow! Yeah, they've hosted oh, a lot. Yeah. Florida. But here's the great news, Natasha, Andrew. You're both going to the party. How about that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Value that for them. Yeah, you're both going. Hang on, we'll grab some info from you. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the most you've ever had to use the dump button. I know. I've used, it, I've used it twice in that one conversation. It, like, I don't know how many seconds it dumps out, so I don't know if like the question was asked or it wasn't. I, I have no idea. I don't, you know? I don't so, either. I mean, it, it, was, it was a blank show, bleep show with us here, and even more so with you listening, because I have no idea what you heard, what you didn't hear. So we'll try to get tomorrow. Fingers, luck, fingers crossed. Better luck with it tomorrow. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> but you know what? The, uh, the prize on the line is pretty good. The official Pet MGM pre-game, pre-big game party happening this Friday downtown. Uh, your next shot of tickets at 8 o'clock tomorrow here on Camel. Tuesday Confessions is on the way next. From the learner. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand.
All right, here we go. We do it every Tuesday at about this time. It is time for Tuesday Confessions. Tuesday Confessions. Just send us an anonymous text in Gunner and Cheyenne. We'll help you get it off your chest. My Tuesday Confessions. All right, anything goes today. Something you want to get off your chest, you can text us at 22108. Now, a couple of weeks ago, we did reply to some of the texts that came in and asked them to leave a voice message. And that's what we've got right now. We got some voicemail messages of some Tuesday confessions. Nothing like putting a voice to a confession. I know. They're not that scandalous. We only go with the, <laughs> the less scandalous ones, you yes. know, uh, when we uh, ask them to do that. But uh, here are some of those confessions. Here we First go. First unheard message. I uh, I used to be a pretty crappy kid when I was uh, when I was younger. I'd run around my neighborhood and I'd knock off the side mirrors of all the cars, <gasps> you know, TP houses and whatnot, knock over trash cans and this morning, I actually went out and saw that someone had knocked off my car mirror. <laughs> that's, that's just uh, karma. Next message. <laughs> karma. That's right. funny. And I uh, I love to smoke weed at work while I'm at work. Uh, I just go, usually go out to my car a couple times a day, uh, vape for a few minutes, and... Uh, I really don't think I could get through my job without it. It makes the day way more interesting, and uh, nobody seems to know that I'm doing it. So, yeah. Anyway, cool. <laughs> so, anyway, cool. <laughs> yeah, are you... Did you just smoke? Just curious. <laughs> Next message. I found a cat wandering near my house with a no-collar or a microchip, and I checked, and so since I didn't find anything, I decided to adopt it, and... I later saw a missing sign for for my new cat, <laughs> but by then I fell in love with it, and I just I couldn't imagine like living without it. And I debated about this for about a good a couple of days, but I just ended up ignoring the signs, and <laughs> I kept it. I even started taking down signs. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's terrible. There's a family. There's a kid that wants his cat back. I'm just going to take this sign down and take this sign down. No missing cat if you don't see the sign, right? What cat? All right, we're going to get to your text confessions coming up next. No names, no area codes. You can text us anonymously at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. Let's get more confessions in for Tuesday Confessions. We do it every Tuesday at about this time. If there's something you have on your chest, you want to get off your chest and just kind of put it out there. You're going to feel better. You know, I mean, you don't want to hold that stuff in. You don't want to harbor that stuff. It's not healthy for you. Absolutely not. So put it out there. Text us anonymously and it's going to feel so much better to hear that out there and everybody else hearing it. Not knowing it was you, but there's some kind of a satisfaction that comes with that. It is. It's like a, a weight that just comes off your chest. And I text our coming in at 22108. Text, I honestly can't stand my husband, but it's easier to be with him than without him because we have kids. But I do keep his life insurance policy up to date. <laughs> As you should. <laughs> uh, text, I had to send my neighbor to pick up my kid from the police station because I have a warrant. Why is your kid at the police station? <laughs> I'm concerned. Question, <laughs> uh, text, when I used to live with my parents, I would take clean plates and mugs out of the cupboard and place them on the draining rack so she thought that I'd cleaned up after myself. <laughs> that is genius. Yeah, mom, I wish I would have thought of that. Mom's like, I got such a great kid. And look how clean those plates are. 
Bravo to you. Gold star for you. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, text, I'm female, and I get those little black hormonal ch- hairs on my chin. They're not as thick or come in nearly as fast as men's beard hair, but I do wonder how big my beard would be if I ever just did not wax them out. Girl, you and me both. <laughs> you you, get, the, you me get those both. chin hairs? I get them so bad. Like, I had to buy a laser hair remover, like, gun, just to deal with it. It's so bad. You should grow it out. Let's see how big it gets, Shaggy. No! You probably have a better beard than I do. I would. <laughs> I would, absolutely. Uh, Tax, I got married in Vegas and have a marriage certificate signed by Elvis. 23 years later, I have no idea if the marriage is actually legal. <laughs> I mean, it's probably not. <laughs> wow. I remember, um, gosh, one of my prior radio markets, it was a Valentine's Day th- wedding, right? And I officiated it. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's legal or not. I did go online and get a little... Uh, yeah, but you're ordained. Online? So? But is that like an actual thing? Yeah. Yeah, you should be I, fine. I keep getting the emails every year, too, saying, congratulations, another year of being ordained. <laughs> but I mean, it's like this website where you can go and buy like parking passes. Yeah. Where like, like I put like reserved for the minister out in my parking spot out in the parking lot. <laughs> please, please do that. <laughs> You need that in your life. <laughs> and any supplies you need. I can just buy a little laminated card to put in my wallet saying that I'm ordained. This website provides all this stuff. So I don't know if it's an actual legit ordination. If I'm an actual legit minister in that wedding that I officiated up in Washington State all those years ago. Whether that's a legal marriage or not. Oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, it probably How is. weird is it, though, to think that your name is on somebody's marriage certificate? How what? How weird it How is. How weird? That yeah. your name's on someone's wedding marriage certificate. That's weird. I think there was a couple of them that I officiated. Where are they today? I don't know. Hopefully they're not both divorced. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm a bad luck minister. <laughs> Definitely not marrying me. That's off the table. <laughs> really? Come on. That's the only reason I've been hanging on to that ordination, Cheyenne. All right. Final one. Tuesday Confessions text. Uh, my wife occasionally asks me, what would I do? Or I'm sorry. Quote, what would you do if I died? I don't have the heart to tell her that I've got a list in the notes app on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) What would you do if I died? He's got a list on his phone. Well, you should ask. Let me just scroll here. All right, that is Tuesday Confessions. We'll do it again next week. Gunner and Cheyenne On Demand. It's Gunner and Cheyenne. Thanks for having us on. There's a gal on TikTok. He's got some big, big plans for her dating game. And she has recently unleashed a hack on us uh, via a TikTok video. She claims that you should only date people with the same name and it makes life easier. Her name is what? Ellie Winter. Here she is breaking down her strategy. Okay. Take a listen. I only date boys with the name Alex. I dated my first Alex. And when we broke up, I was so heartbroken. And every time I heard the name Alex, I saw it. I would just get so triggered. A few months later, I started coincidentally going on a few dates with this boy named Alex. And not only did I reclaim that name for myself, but it was also so much easier to just maneuver in my life just with another Alex, Alex number two, introduced him to my family and my friends. No one's going to confuse his name with my ex-boyfriend. And then when Alex number two and I broke up, I thought I should continue this trend of only dating boys named Alex because I could date multiple people at once and never get them confused. Wow. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Wow. On the last part. Not get them confused. Maybe don't date multiple people at one time. Problem solved. But I mean, even if they, you are dating multiple people at the yeah. same time, which I mean, if you are, whatever, you know, you're, you're feeling, feeling, 
filling it out, you know, figuring out who you want to marry and spend the rest of your life with, right? You do you. But I mean, to let's just say, hypothetically, you're dating three dudes and they're all named Alex. How does that make life easier? That, to me, it doesn't. That doesn't make life easier to me at all. <laughs> That's just confusing. Have you ever dated somebody? Uh, how many people of the same name have you dated? Has that ever happened with no, you? No, it has not. I mean, not, not. I would say nothing in the last 15 years. Okay. So I'm 32. So maybe in my teens. <laughs> when you're maybe, a young teens. Exactly. Maybe. <laughs> but as an adult, no. Because I am so sentimental that like names are connected to people for me. Okay. You know, so like my youngest son's dad, who I was in an abusive relationship with, I cannot date somebody with his name. I've tried. You have tried. I've tried. And what, you just can't say that name it without just Every having... time I say it, it just reminds me of him. And I've, trust me, I've let go of it. I'm not angry at him yeah. anymore. I, I hold no animosity. It's just that name yeah. just reminds me of him. Like my mom has been talking to somebody with the same name as that person. And it just <laughs> creeps me out. So now if my memory serves me properly. You've dated a dude named Alex. So yes. have you... So have you avoided Alex's? Because I don't think that one ended all that bad, right? No, I mean, it didn't. No, so it didn't did end that bad ru- at all. Did that ruin you with uh, with Alex's going forward? Did all the other Alex's in this world who may have wanted to have a chance with Cheyenne just have those hopes and dreams blown to smithereens because you had already dated an Alex? I mean, I wouldn't say they were like, he ruined the name for me. I just don't. Like, I don't hold that name to this next person. you got to have an original name not already on the roster or on the, uh, <laughs> the bedpost. You know, yeah, the, the names are etched what? in on the bedpost. You can't have a name that's already on there. you got to have a new and unique name, according to Cheyenne. On my bedpost. <laughs> I don't know. What? Whatever. Wherever you put the names. <laughs> roster. In my brain? <laughs> belt, belt buckle, belt holes. I don't know. Whatever, oh, wherever you put the names, Cheyenne. Gosh. Wherever you put the names... <laughs> Once that name's already there, you got to have an OG name. You got to have an original yeah. name. It just, it's, for me, it's just names are connected to people. It's like when you go to name your baby, right? And you're like, oh, how about the name Monica? And your wife's like, no, there was a girl in my middle school's name was Monica. And she was mean. Like, it's the same thing for me. Same uh, thing. Which, by the way, this uh, TikToker is on the line. She would like Alex's phone number, the one that you dated earlier. <laughs> I mean, I'll give it to you. He's a great guy. <laughs> Not for nothing. He's a great guy. <laughs> but how do you keep track, man? I mean, if your your goal is to, and that's your strategy, you know, let's say she has dated like 20 Alexes because that is her thing. How do you even keep that straight in your phone, especially if you're friends after the relationship, you know? Yeah. And she I, was yeah, already no. referring to Alex number two. If you're Alex number two, do you like being referred to as Alex number two? Do you know that you're Alex number two? That would be my question. At least jump number two and go to number three. I mean, just saying Alex number two just sounds poopy. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> How many people of the same name have you dated? I've dated multiple of the name that my wife has right now. I'll tell you how many. Step it up next. I'll be in Texas. Your story at 22108. Gunner and Cheyenne on demand. Well, how many people of the same name have you dated? There's a gal on TikTok claiming a uh, new dating hack, and that is uh, where you should only date people with the same name to make life easier. But honestly, I don't think I don't see how that makes life easier. 
I I mean, yeah, you won't accidentally say the other person's name, but when it comes to you know the name in your phone, um. Remembering like which conversation you had with which with Alex but, but would be that, too much. Yeah, but that is if you are dating multiple dudes at the yes, same time. Yeah. But I mean, if it's one at a time, yeah, it's going to be Alex, Alex, you know, Alex one, two, three, and however many long. But I mean, how do you put them in your phone? I mean, they're all at the top. Alex. <laughs> yeah, right? they would be. Alex, 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 yeah. Alex, Alex. I mean, and then do you give them a number? One, two, three, four, five. I mean, how, how, how far do you go? Before you find your soulmate. You know, and there's a lot of comments on our video talking about how, so what if your soulmate has a different name? Yeah. You're just going to kind of look the other way and hope there's an Alex out there that you're compatible with because you're really kind of narrowing your field down. Way down. It's all like, I mean, Alex is a common name, but it's not like super, super common. You know, like how many Alexes are out there? But I mean, like, do you, do you put like Alex and then parentheses redhead? You know, or like, do you, do you, like little features about Yeah, little them? features. <laughs> Alex Freckles. Yeah. Alex Snaggletooth. Because <laughs> let's say you break up with Alex number nine and you're like, oh man, I really did like Alex. Oh, was it five or six? <laughs> See, this is just right? complicating and I have a yeah, headache already. A hundred percent. Yeah. Right. Uh, but how many people the same name have you dated? Uh, I'm married to an Emily. And the gal that I dated prior to my wife, Emily, was also an Emily, coincidentally. It wasn't like I dated the first Emily. I was like, oh, man, I love this Emily thing. Let's uh, let's go for another Emily. Let's keep this going. Yeah. yeah. No, it was just completely coincidental. It was not on purpose. But uh, kind of curious. Maybe it's coincidental for you. Maybe it's on purpose. How many people of the same name have you dated? Texts are coming in at 22108. Text with the 602. I dated two Terrys and three Hollies. Okay. I don't hear those names all that often. No. Maybe that was like years ago. This seems like... Yeah, I don't hear Holly yeah. very often anymore. You'd have to really go on a hunt to find a Terry. Yeah. <laughs> you really would, though. <laughs> and do you like now within this day of social media, like if that's your thing... You just type it in. Yeah, do you type it in <laughs> and hunt, that, hunt them down and drop it in our DMs? Put it in your bio on Tinder. <laughs> Must be named Holly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, text of the 480, I just got remarried and my new husband's first name is the same as my ex-husband's and my ex-husband remarried someone who has the same last name as him. Very convenient. That is super convenient. He ma- so it was like a Johnson. That's a common last name, right? right? So then she would have had the last name. So just she wouldn't even have to change her last name. Yeah, you wouldn't have to do anything. That is super convenient. That is convenient. Yeah. The Alex's? I don't yeah, know. The last yeah. name is really convenient. Yeah. The other stuff is not. Um, text of the 928. Never dated multiple people with the same name, but my toxic ex's sister and my husband share the name Ryan. And both of their mother's names are Cynthia. Oh, that's interesting. What are the odds names. of that? Yeah. Uh, text of the 480. All three of my cousins married girls named Elizabeth. Gets really confusing when they're talking about one of them because we don't know who they're talking about it, who who they're talking about first. Well, maybe they did that on purpose so that they could talk about the Elizabeth and nobody knows which Elizabeths it is. Can that be coincidental when you have all three of cousins like all in the same family, all married with Elizabeth? I think it could be coincidental. I mean, I think Elizabeth is a pretty common name. It's beautiful. So, like, I could see that. But also, 
they're all boys. I feel like I feel like the boy cousins were like, "Hey, we should all marry yeah. a girl's name Elizabeth. Let's, let's make a pact. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Let's all like prick her finger right now, like a blood <laughs> brother pact to all marry an Elizabeth. Yeah, I, I think could've that be, that's probably the could, bigger definitely. possibility. <laughs> <laughs> Text to the four. You know, I just changed my profile name to Alex. <laughs> Yeah, there's a on TikTok looking for you there, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Gunner and Cheyenne. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.